a lot of fights. Okay, Red. So you wanted to kick us off with a story. You wanted to tell us what? Something about D and D. Something about a right. to a, right. a minute. I will. Two I will you I know will. he doesn't like it when we set a time limit. I will keep it brief. I will keep it brief because this is the intro. This is how we're introducing everyone to today's episode. So, Michael, you can't just launch in with "Okay, now, Red." Kind of right. You should have should have opened with with. Welcome, okay, everyone. You have 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. It's gone down. We're down to 15. Okay, fine, 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 fine. So uh, today, obviously, we're going to do a little um, D&D sort of tabletop theme-esque thing. Um, and we're doing it Christmassy, so we're playing Christmas characters in it. And in the process of kind of warm-up and uh, discussion... Um, everyone kind of shared the f- their their little tidbit about the first time they played D and D and whatnot, and mine kind of um, as usual Big brings everyone uh, brings our, brings the conversation to a halt uh, because people are wondering, uh, excuse me, but what now, huh? How'd that happen? Um, basically, uh, first time I ever played a tabletop, I, I have to say it's tabletop because because truly the first time it was a vampire role playing game. Wait, wait, so you, you, you played. It wasn't just you watching. I played. I, okay. I played. And it was a friend from, from high school. Um, we were both, you know, recently graduated. Everyone else had moved away. I didn't have a lot going on. I was just working. And, um, yeah, I, I needed friends, basically. And um, aside from our good friend, McCole, um, th- there was only one other uh, person to hang out with, and uh, that was this, this guy, Graham. Um, I still love Graham. I think he's a great guy. Uh, we just haven't hung out much. That's all I'll say on the air. Uh, <laughs> I know. I was about to ask qualifying questions like, well, we're talking it's about fine. a person. It's personal, I'll leave that alone. It's personal life. I, I, I doubt he'll ever listen to this. Um, we've fallen out of touch uh, after some time. But, out of uh, time. Point is, my, my he invites me to go play with his friend. And I agreed, um, and he kind of like prefaced it on the way there, you know, what it was going to be like. And you were like, Never good. you know, Never when, you're, good. when you're when you're 19 years old, you're like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, as long as we're not, you know, doing coke in a warehouse, I, I, I think I'll probably be OK. Um, but anyway, so we show up and uh, this guy is like, well, we can't play in my apartment because my mom's throwing a fit. So we need to go play in my van. Now, right there, everyone else. Good start. Good. Everyone start. else would have backed out, right? You, you would. What kind of van are we talking about? Oh, we're we're talking a white, this. um, a white with wood paneling, uh, oh. Aerostar. Oh, I love um, it. Like, don't like, you love it when cars it, hide? No, the, the um, the Chrysler, whatever the Chrysler van was. Exactly, right? Yeah. I mean, this. Keep in mind, this was like 2008. This car was was what very old. Dead for at least yeah. years. At that this point. was not like uh, we you were know, saving the 90s trees at that point. The cars no longer needed. Yeah, them. yeah. So he, I hope they bring he goes, it back. Though I really miss wood paneling. He goes, I we got we got to yeah. play in my van, and of course the van has no back seats. I don't know why, um, but there are no back seats at all. Because so once have you have a van, you take those out. You right, just, you just take those out. You don't need those anymore. And so I. I kept, I was like, yep, mm-hmm, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I just want to try this whole role play thing out because uh, everyone always talks about Dungeons and Dragons and my roommates at the time, you know, were like, oh, it's, it's cool. 
Actually, wait, no, I was living at home, so my roommates would have been my parents. Uh, the, the the point is, they say it was cool? no, no, they. No. I mean, I was not allowed to play Dungeons and Dragons as a kid because they thought it was summoning demons. So, like, classic, you know. And you're like, buddy, I don't play a warlock. It's fine. Like, I, I should have mentioned that. This was the other reason I really <laughs> was desperate to play the, a role play game because it was like I'd not gotten to do it yet. It, you know, this and Harry Potter were two things that were on my list of as soon as I'm 18, I got to try these things. Everyone else is like LSD and mushrooms. I, and I remember and the first time and, I tried a little Harry Potter. Ugh, yeah, back. like uh, oh, everyone no. else had like drugs and sex and all these other things on their mind. I was just sitting there going, I got to find out what this Harry Potter thing's about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's a gateway drug. And so, you know, what? And, and, and what's more, funny is... is more magic is probably it. This this same friend would also be the one to ultimately show me. So you know, it predicted the future. Was, and his name was. How appropriate. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I hope I didn't out him just now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's mostly not illegal. Anyway, the point is, depending is, on where he's living. Um, we we get into this van, and he goes, "Well, we can't sit in the parking lot, or the neighbors will call the cops." And I was like. Okay, again, this is like dude has experience. This is red flag number two that a normal adult, you know, red would have just been like, "I'm out, no, (laughs) fuck this." But I was so desperate. I really wanted to play. I really wanted to see what this was about. And uh, I went, "Okay, cool. Where are we going then?" He's like, "Well, we'll just go across the street to Winco." So we sat in the Winco parking lot. And Winco, for those of you, if we ever even get a listener who doesn't know who Winco is, I will be shocked. Who is Winco? I'll do you one better. Why is Winco? Anyway, the point is, is if they don't know what Winco is, um, I'll be shocked. It's a grocery store. Point is, we played this vampire game, this vampire role-playing game, in a van in the parking lot of a grocery store. Down by the river. I'm not kidding you. We played in... (laughs) We played until one in the morning. We played for oh, four damn. hours. Well, that I, sounds like it worked out well. And I never showed up for another session again. Oh, but well, your interest oh, okay. in D D was peaked, and that leads. I didn't play D D again for another like six years. When you got normal friends, <laughs> dude, you just reminded me. Yeah, my one of my first games. I it was all about going from fucking. We're going to start at 8 p.m. We're going to go to 2 in the morning. I was like, well, I don't. That's too much. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep. Anyways, it doesn't matter because I, 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 now that I think about it, I did actually play with them one more time. But that time we played in the apartment and I found out that um, they never clean up after their cats. So there was just cat shit everywhere. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so many stereotypes just got validated there. <laughs> so we should probably move along to the thing that we're doing. Our... Our very special Christmas special. Uh, this is not excluding anybody that doesn't celebrate Christmas. Oh, what the fuck? Why did I say Christmas special? I meant it's, holiday. It's okay. It's our. It's uh, all of them. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. All uh, of, yeah. All of I'm them. sorry. Whatever Excuse me. You want. I celebrate Festivus. So. For the rest of us, I think that's fantastic. I celebrate candle nights. Um, we would also like to introduce celebrate alcohol. Hell yeah! We would also like to celebrate our beautiful friend and guest DM Sarah. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Bringing hello. her wonderful talents to take us through this this campaign, which is this campaign of magic and delight. It's very surreal for me because my first D and D 
ever experienced with D&D was with Red like three years ago. Hmm. And it was my very first campaign, very first experience with D&D and role-playing games. And like, and now you're a master and DM. And now I'm a DM and I have my own campaign, not aside from this one. And then you all were like, <laughs> I want to DM our, our podcast episode. And I was like, fuck, what? where am I? What is happening? <laughs> what is my life? What does it come to? Sarah's credentials include being lovely and perfect, as well as loving the holidays, specifically Christmas. I'm currently wearing a really ugly llama Christmas sweater, so I had to get in the spirit of things. I I have to say, I'm I'm a little offended that it's not that ugly. It's kind of (laughs) nice. It's very couture. <laughs> Thank you. Are you wearing the Are you wearing the Chanel llama sweater? Yes, I am. I am. I will say wearing candy cane socks. So that is also a thing. Almost on cam. All right. Uh, so how do we want to do this? Do we do, do? Would you guys like to do little intros for what our characters are, and then we'll we'll talk about the environment? What do you guys want to do? That sounds great. Okay, I say, I say, Red, you you should kick us off, master master of the podcast. Kick us off. Well, I will, I will be playing Santa, and this is my Santa voice. Gandalf? <laughs> it's basically Gandalf, but I made him a little um, on the bigger side. Santa. A large Gandalf. Santa, what do you look like? What is your... What is your well, I look like Gandalf, like- but also a little, well, you know... 75 or so pounds heavier. <laughs> Are you, you know, I feel like on Gandalf's frame, that wouldn't really go that far, right? Well, you, know? you would think, but there's, um, what's the, uh, lumber spread. Yes, it, it goes very, you eat too many lumber spread because you smoke too much of the long bottom leaf and suddenly you're very jolly indeed. Of the Neville variety? <laughs> Are you smoking young wizards? I <laughs> I said long bottom leaf. <laughs> yeah, never long bottom. Well, no, but Smoking it's called long young. bottom in the Lord of the Rings universe. I feel like Mrs. Claus is going to have things to say about you smoking. Listen, do leaf, not buddy. question me on my Tolkien knowledge. I don't know much. It's mostly memes. <laughs> Perfect. I Sorry. want uh, Mrs. Claus to go next, mostly because it's not Laura. <laughs> Oh, no! I would love to, dearie. Oh, well, you know, me, I'm just a fucking, I'm just Mrs. Claus, and I'm happy to be here. My lovely husband went first, of course, and now, and now I'm just here to support him. I don't know if there's much else to say beyond that. Oh, we'll get into what I can do in combat much later. <laughs> She's the killer. She's the SEAL Team 6. Took out Osama Bin Laden herself. Damn straight. Don't get a lot of comment for that, but it's true. Me I do have to say that Mrs. Doubtfire is one of my favorite movies, so I'm very happy about this. Who's that? <laughs> we don't I don't know what you're referring to at all. <laughs> Definitely not an inspiration. <laughs> Uh, Laura, who are you playing this lovely evening? Well, well I'm just little Rudolph. <laughs> I'm, I'm just the guy that saves Christmas. It's me with a bright, shiny nose. But I have a deep secret that nobody knows about. Get it? <laughs> 
Oh dear, we do know about the cocaine. That's where the red nose comes from. No, I quit the stuff. It's no longer a part of my lifestyle. You know, there's never a cure for addiction. It's only just recovery. You know, sometimes when Santa's running a little late, he likes to snort the white powder himself, if you know what I'm saying. Catch the slopes, as it were. <laughs> That's why I'm at the front, because I can't be near the stuff. <laughs> well, we understand. Well, we're here to support you, your lovely lass. Last, Thank you. My gender is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We never looked down there. You're always wearing those reindeer pants. Rudolph wasn't in. allowed to breed with the other reindeer because of the weird nose. <laughs> Didn't want a second one. It's Didn't want another one. It's a curse. <laughs> and I don't know if I can die. <laughs> Man, a lot of this would have been great to know when I was making the story. <laughs> that one of our characters is immortal. Don't worry about it. Well, it's ambiguous. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Well, there well, you have it. There's the gang. That's all <laughs> we're all here. What are we doing here? Oh, Christmas <laughs> adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hardest part of tonight is going to be me not laughing my ass off the whole time. Please do. Uh, oh, it was never one of the requirements, dearie. <laughs> um, so, disclaimer for anyone who's hardcore D&D, we dumbed down D&D real hard for this to make it. I mean, it's almost it's almost insulting to call it D&D. It's D&D inspired, much like Taco Bell inspired. D&D light. Call it an adventure, action, dynamic, tabletop, RPG, MMO. Uh, well, not, I mean, it's three people, a massive amount, I'd say so. Gary Gygax is rolling over in his grave. Yeah, so we've got three stats, basically an intelligence stat, strength, and then a magic stat. And so instead of the regular stats, charisma and uh, dexterity and all that stuff, it's really only going to be... Charisma, we've got none of that. <laughs> Not this group. Um, I'm just going to have you roll those three things. So whenever I ask for... Um, Is uh, Jolly a charisma stat? I've got a lot of that. No, Santa. No, unfortunately, it's not. Uh, we do have Christmas spirit, though. That's your magic stat. Yeah, what are our stats then? Uh, we got Christmas spirit is magic. We've got um, hijinks as strength, um, and then uh, tinkering for intelligence. So, if I ask you for a tinkering check, I need to. Which sounds super weird now that I say it. Out loud. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I love it. Well, yeah, I'm always checking for those tinks. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. You just need to roll a d10, and I picked a d10 because it's often not used, and so I felt bad for it. So we're doing a d10, and then you what just... What are my favorite dices? Oh, there you go. And then you just add your modifier, which we've already cleared before we started this game. Um, and uh, we will just go from there. So... All, all we need to know. Um, that is basically what these three folks know in total about what is happening tonight. Um... They don't know anything about the story. I've done everything behind the scenes. Um, they do know that there are some Christmas puns involved, which is going to be great. Um, oh, we should have told you puns are banned on this show. Mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't do any puns. You well, bye. <laughs> um, this, this, this is why we're firing Laura after this. 
<laughs> right before Christmas. My stocking is full of puns. This sounds like the start to a lifetime holiday movie. I get fired for making too many Christmas puns, and I fall in love with a. That's the story I should have gone with Hallmark Christmas movie. God damn it! We could do that. Oh, is there a body swap involved? You know I love those in my Christmas stories. Yes, I become a princess like Vanessa Hudgens. God, that one's bad. Uh, I told. <laughs> They made a sequel too, and it was even worse. I didn't. Yes. Not that I watched it. I wouldn't do that. Um, oh, what's the name of that one? I think it's just the Princess Switch Two. <laughs> I think I just watched that last night. Was that actually Vanessa Hudgens? I did not notice. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, it was a special thing. They all become princes and princesses. That's what I learned. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> so um, the story starts. Um, our three intrepid adventurers obviously already know each other, live close by. Two of them are married to each other. Fancy that. Um, <laughs> and Mrs. Claus is um, very close with the elves in Santa's workshop. And she... Don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> is she Minnesotan or is she like Scottish or Irish? Do we know? <laughs> well, you have to understand. Her husband does a lot of traveling. And so she picks up a little of this, a little of that. <laughs> It's definitely on purpose. So he's just Gandalf. She has all sorts of accents. Oh, no, wait. Santa doesn't have an accent. He just is a non-denominational... Uh, about your religious preference. He's a real cultural. <laughs> Multicultural, sort of a, just an old man accent. <laughs> what kind of religion are you? Old, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> like Old Testament? No, just old. Just old. old. I was here when the world was born. <laughs> I worship tapioca. Anyway, go on with the story, Teddy. <laughs> I will be there at its end. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so Mrs. Claus uh, works very closely with the elves. Um, so she uh, gets all manner of weird toys in the workshop that she has to repair and help the elves prepare. Um, and she also gets sometimes some very strange magical artifacts, um, mm -hmm. magic that she's unfamiliar with, magic that she's seen before. And one day one of the elves comes into the workshop with um, a gorgeously crafted snow globe. It's got beautiful mahogany base it's very sturdy it's 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 it has some girth if you will it has some yeah. heft um you know i like my girth <laughs> you know i like heft um and it's great. beautifully carved on the bottom inside is a almost picture perfect replica of the workshop that M mrs claus is currently working in which is very odd um because it's usually kept from prying no, I don't eyes. Like that at yeah, all. Yeah. quite creepy. Yeah, it's usually kept from prying eyes from a whole bunch of different magic spells, so nobody can come fuck stuff up in the workshop, you know. Um, and Mrs. Claus can immediately tell that it is a magic item. That there is some strong stuff going down. Oh, I feel it's in my bones. <laughs> Um, and so she dives into research. Um, she actually turns down Santa's cookies, which is a big deal to stay up late researching the snow globe. Um, tirelessly works at it for days and days and days. Um, she eventually traces the magic of the snow globe to a faraway source. It is clearly some very strong magician on the other end of this thing. Um, and she figures out how to work the snow globe 
as a transportation device. Um, in and amongst her research, she's dealt with transportation devices before, and she knows that um, eventually, by power of numbers and <laughs> observation, that that magic device is going to eventually make its way back to its owner. Um, and having this sort of threat looming over her that the snow globe is of the workshop, um, she gets it in her mind that she needs to find out who this magic user is and um, decides to assemble a team um, to go with her to investigate the source. I was, hold, <clears throat> holy shit, man. I was just here for some hijinks and reverie, but this is engaging. I'm quite, I, I need to know. I need to know I need where to we're know. So um, uh, Mrs. Claus uh, tells her husband all about what she's discovered. Um, her husband semi-begrudgingly agrees to go along as long as he can take his cookies with him. Um, <laughs> and uh, Rudolph, of course, is always around. And Rudolph hears and just will not let them go without them. Because we don't know if Rudolph is a boy or girl. <laughs> Gender neutral term. Good looking out, dear. <laughs> Um, and deer works too, the term of endearment, because it's, it's a deer. I'm a reindeer. <laughs> um, oh dear, you are a deer. Mrs. Claus uh, gets all of her elves to um, pitch in uh, for supplies for this um, adventure, and they assemble. We increase, we increase taxes by 50% <laughs> on the elves, we did. <laughs> Overtime for everyone. <laughs> Even the top one percent. We have Free overtime. people here in the North Pole. <laughs> so the elves assemble a giant um, sack, if you will, um, sort of akin to what Santa brings with him every year, uh, and it is filled to the brim with magic items. Um, but you know, some of those elves are lazy, and uh, some of the items not not so great, not so helpful. So. Whenever you're, you know, journeying on this adventure, you can reach into Santa's grab bag here and pull something out. Um, and it might be great, but uh, also might be terrible, which makes it even better. So keep that in All mind. Right. Grab Santa's sack. Got it. Grab, Understood. grab Santa's sack whenever you can. All the time. Or not. I don't have hands. <laughs> I'll hoof it. <laughs> now, do you have cloven hooves? Question. It is important, Rudolph. Yes. Okay. There, okay, perfect. Uh, great. That's good to know. I didn't check that, and that's rather important for the adventure. Quick question. What are the other types of hooves besides cloven? cloven? Um, Horses' hooves. Those hands? They're, like, not cloven. <laughs> yeah. Is, clo is cloven just when they're split? Yeah. No. Well, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I thought... <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I thought cloven hooves were the ones with the fur over the top. No, I thought they were the ones you wished on to get a good day. I no, didn't realize it meant when they had the split hoof. I thought yeah. that was something else. Cloven, they're like cloven in two. Well, that's cleft. Cleft in twain. <laughs> But I can see that you're right. So, all right, uh, you know, I'll just shut up over here. This is the conversation we're this having. This is recording and ready to leave. This is, this is why I outsourced the reindeer breeding years ago. Wouldn't have never known. <laughs> okay. So, 
Um, Mrs. Claus uh, knows quite a bit about this snow globe. She knows that you all have to be rather Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> close to each other in order for it to transport all of you. Um, and- <laughs> how, how close are we speaking, Beauty? Like, like within 10 feet. You have to be within oh, 10 feet. Like, you know, okay. a good socially distant. We, we respected our social bubble. Oh. We did. We did. Well, it is canon in real life that Santa can't get COVID. That's why he's still coming to little girls and boys' houses. But I'm a, but I'm a little confused because they also got the vaccine. He stole the vaccine from someone who could use it, but we won't talk about that then. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so um, the day comes when Mrs. Claus decides to uh, start this journey. Um, she can feel the magic calling to her. So she assembles everybody. You're wearing your traveling clothes. Um, and she shakes the snow globe. And you, you, go, dis- go. <laughs> you disappear in a puff of snowflakes. <laughs> to everybody, you know, all the elves gathered to see you off. And they just see snowdrift as you leave. Um, you oh, three man. are yanked very suddenly through a magical vortex, and it's a little sickening. <laughs> and uh, yeah. you, you land um, outside of an enormous like <laughs> stadium area. It's a huge building. Uh, oh, a fucking stadium. Oh, I love those. Lo- <laughs> lots of stories. A huge it's crowd of people. <laughs> Are we in Detroit? <laughs> no, Long you're not in Detroit, actually. <laughs> Let her get through the exposition. <laughs> I say mostly to myself. <laughs> um, so there's a huge, huge crowd of people, hundreds of people in every which direction. Um, and you find yourselves kind of right in the middle of the crowd. And weirdly enough, nobody thinks it's weird that you just appeared um, because magic is a thing here. <laughs> Getting some real Maldraxxus vibes going on here. <laughs> Fight to the death, you say. <laughs> and people keep kind of popping up out of magic. Uh, it's kind of like Harry Potter and Port Keys. Like, people just keep showing up. Is the um, no-nos guy there? <laughs> no, no, actually. He's on the naughty list forever. <laughs> um, but you all quickly find yourselves sort of shuffled and yanked in different directions in the crowd. Um, so I need all of you to give me a roll for um let's do hijinks wait, wait so we're we're in the crowd of the stadium is that you're where in the crowd at? about to enter the stadium what are we you roll a d10 and then you add your hijinks modifier which we sorted out <laughs> earlier and i can let you know because i have it up on my screen right. oh why the fuck did i put a zero for down that's not <laughs> I have quite the hijinks. One second. No, uh, you have a hijinks of two. Uh, I got a, a Rudolph gets a ten. Oh. Uh, it's an eight for Santa. Oh, got a ten over here. Oh, my goodness. Well, <sighs> then you all just instinctively link arms or, or you know, you put, you put an arm around Rudolph's neck, <laughs> as it were, <laughs> and um, kind of elbow people out of the way to make sure that you're not uh, separated from each other uh, in the right. crowd. Because there's a lot of stuff going on. It's very overwhelming. Um, as you near the front, uh, you kind of wonder, uh, what, do we need tickets uh, to this kind of event? Uh, where are we? What is happening? All these kind of questions start whirling around in your head. Do they accept Elf blood. <laughs> I like 
Is that a new <laughs> has elf blood on her. We were right. supposed to use that for dark magic. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Sorry. It's okay. I got this. Uh, uh, so uh, you you near the front of the um, the stadium, and uh, people recognize Santa here. Uh, so they're like, oh. Oh, VIPs over here. Santa and Mrs. Claus. Easy. Oh, I'm just a mall Santa. Look, glug, glug, this is urban. No, we need you to be famous. <laughs> so someone taking tickets at the front, you know, there's turnstiles like a regular old stadium. Um, they kind of wave you through so that you don't have to, to enter your tickets. But someone... Santa rides for free. <laughs> someone catches a glimpse of Rudolph, though. And uh, stops all of a sudden and goes, oh, no, no, no. Contestants go this way. And they put a hand on Rudolph's shoulder. I guess if you're, you know, the shoulder where the, the arm connects. To the <laughs> they touch Rudolph's shoulder and vanish along with Rudolph. <gasps> so oh, no. and, and you see the hundreds of like Mexican pesos dropped to the ground because I was planning on paying our way. <laughs> Oh dear, fuck me! <laughs> All right, well, I'll get the pesos. <laughs> so Santa and Mrs. Claus enter the stadium. They're ushered to a VIP box section, really close to the action. And the action is just like kind of a bare, a bare floor. It's kind of sandy. There's like it's a track, like a <laughs> no, it's made of sand. Santa, polar bears, maybe. <laughs> All right. I follow you, sand bears. Go on. Okay. <laughs> you sound like those two old Muppets. <laughs> my my dad will be so happy to hear that. He's always doing impressions of those two. Every time he shit talked me, and he's uh, Stateler and Waldorf. <laughs> and there is a uh, circular track, like a jogging track, kind of beaten into the the sand of of the the floor of the area um rudolph uh you oh shit are we gonna bet on him because i've got the pace of <laughs> oh, track and field dibs on shot uh rudolph however is um in the blink of an eye like you don't even realize that you're being transported somewhere and you kind of come to um what you soon understand to be underneath the area um because you can hear a lot of noise overhead and you are in a room full of other quadruped animals. <laughs> there are deer, there are um, kelpies, which if you know, they're those demon water horses. Um, there are nightmares, which in D&D canon is like flaming horses. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, as, and, and as we've established earlier, the number of legs you have can be used to determine your sexuality. <laughs> so this is a sex thing is what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, I know, as soon as I said flaming horses, I'm like, and they're fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> what do uh, gay horses eat? Hey. Oh, no, dick. No. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. <laughs> so. Okay, and we'll, and we'll cut it there. And it was that was it. The show. We'll see you next time. Uh, so uh, Rudolph is, is in and amongst all of the other uh, contestants, yeah. as he's been called. Uh, and, uh, suddenly Rudolph can hear kind of above, uh, what sounds like a very tinny voice, um, and Santa and Mrs. Claus, you can kind of see a gnome getting up on a little box so that he can reach the microphone and he'll go, 
fucking gnomes. They're the fucking enemy of the elves. I tell you. You know what. the reason we didn't hire gnomes is because they unionized. Santa. <laughs> Santa's very anti-union. <laughs> so you immediately. <laughs> And Santa being a big fan of indentured slavery. Why do you think I got the out of to work with me, suckers? <laughs> and uh, the gnome gets up to the microphone and in a very tinny voice goes, Welcome to the Reindeer Games! Whee! Whee! <laughs> oh, no, <son> of <laughs> <laughs> poor Rudolph. Oh, fuck <laughs> Smells of gnome magic. Santa and Miss Claus, you are surrounded by everybody cheering and freaking out, and uh, they start making bets according to this um, board that they see magically pop up with, like you know, the odds as to who's going to win. What, what what are Rudolph's I'm odds? I'm going to put everything on Rudolph bad? winning at the last to... second. <laughs> Rudolph is is sort of near the bottom because he's a new contestant, so so he's in there. Weirdly, the name Rudolph is on the board. Don't know how they know his name. It's his, it, their name. <laughs> I was going to ask if there were imitation Rudolphs there, and I had to be like, I'm the real one, bitch. Literally, no, Rudolph's got plot armor. <laughs> I bet. I put all my pesos on Rudolph. So, yeah, there are people going through the crowds taking bets. So, if you want, you can put a bet on Rudolph, and that's totally. Yes, everything I own, <laughs> including Mr. Claus. <laughs> Betting. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh dear. And uh, Rudolph, um, it's all very sudden, but suddenly you are kind of shoved towards another area of the underground place that you're in. Um, and you, somebody lifts you up and puts you down inside a very large cart. So they lifted a fucking reindeer. <laughs> they did. Holy shit, like it was a bag of bread. <laughs> um, so you are inside a cart, and you can see that it is being pulled by two um, nightmares. So the, the horses, they're like ponytas, if you know Pokemon. They just what have the fresh hell is going on here? <laughs> and oh my God. before you know it, the, the gates open, and you as the light from the gate filters in, you can see a whole bunch of other chariots. So you are currently in the belly of a chariot. There is a crossbow mounted to the side of the chariot, and it is being pulled by two nightmares. We've got a fucking reindeer driving a, a chariot with horses. Is that what's There's happening? so many layers happening. Oh, my God, and hooves. Um, and so the nightmares almost know what to do without you telling them. They, they pull forward. There are lines in the dirt for the stadium um, to, to stop at. Um, and the little gnome on his little box has a little flag that he's raising in the air. Um, and the, the, Is it all so little? <laughs> the betting in the stands gets even more frantic, and you can pour more money down on Rudolph if you How want. How big are the bets? Uh, they're, they're, I've already given everything. Are they also? <laughs> uh, there's there's some pretty hefty coin being put. So the bets it. are the only big thing here. <laughs> you could say that. Well, Mr. Claus, not the only big thing. <laughs> ho, ho! Our sense of adventure. I look at the leaderboard <laughs> at the bet board, and I'm like, of course everybody put all their bets on Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the name of an episode. Your gear named Harambe? (laughs) You're fucked. Uh, And all the other chariots are led by quadruped animals, but also being um, uh, commandeered or or captained by... I'm betting five grand on Harambe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you traitorous little bastard. (laughs) You will support our fucking reindeer. (laughs) He's about to go apeshit in there. (laughs) <laughs> and uh suddenly everything don't have to win if you kill your opponents <laughs> uh everything goes kind of quiet as the flag gets raised by the little gnome and then he drops the flag uh and what kind of flag are we talking about what are the colors it's on this candy cane striped of course it's red and white oh fuck me of course it is <laughs> why did i even ask <laughs> The fucking <laughs> um, and as soon as he drops the flag, the, the <laughs> chariots um, just kind of explode out of the gate. And um, there's a lot of jostling for position. Um, and uh, there's a whole lot going on, Rudolph. So I need you to make uh, a tinkering check for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated to anything. Do you think chariots of fire is in public domain? <laughs> Could we use that song? I just need you to chant for me. This is Peter Pan rules. You put your ca- you put your camera down on those fucking dice. We don't trust you, you cocaine smoking <laughs> son of a bitch. Can you smoke cocaine? I don't think you can. <laughs> you shouldn't, but you can. <laughs> it is possible. That's one of the methods. I'm for tinkering. You can recommend it. You enough. I got a nine. Oh, okay. Perfect. I'm sorry to our audience. I'm literally crying. This is so good. When the DM says perfect, it's never perfect for you. Perfect. Come on, Harambe, rip him to shreds. <laughs> You have your second character ready. <laughs> because it's a <laughs> Do you have Blitzen's card up? Okay. Oh. Uh, what happens? So with with the nine, I think I've, I I think Rudolph needs a moment. Are you okay, Rudolph? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. You'd be here. I'm sorry, y'all are just way too fucking funny. <laughs> Okay, I'm a bit warm in the ears after this. Uh, so uh, a nine will get you a pretty good position after jockeying amongst all the other chariots. You know, some slam up against each other. One kind of flips over right after disqualified and probably dead. Um, oh, who's who's I that? Them, I say, <laughs> you can't do that. What? You're going you're gonna to have to. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, and uh, as you are kind of getting out of the gate there, you can start to see um, targets popping up. Um, oh, God. On the- oh, they do. They just take over the suburbs like a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I tell you what. Such well-priced shoes, though. <laughs> this is gentrification. Tar- targets like. Not in my neighborhood. Like archery targets. <laughs> like. Not, not the stores. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, and they're on the side of the chariot that the crossbow is mounted on. Um, but before you can even like think about launching an arrow and trying to hit a target and win points or whatever, suddenly the arena starts to fill with an unearthly fog, um, and oh, it gets 
it just keeps happening. released in from the sides and fills kind of from the bottom up. And soon, like, you can't see the bottom of the chariot, and then you can't see oh your God, crossbow. Oh, my God, the tar- Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in with this. From 16 feet in the air. Faster <laughs> comes with the steel chair. <laughs> um, but uh, we... Oh, no have a Rudolph in our midst. So Rudolph does have maybe something that can help with visibility. Um, in the fog. with your nose so bright. <laughs> Won't you like right now? <laughs> I activate my oh, nose. Fucking roast these bastards okay. I activate my nose. To see how bright it is, roll me a Christmas spirit check. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm so fucking proficient Christmas spirit. Ooh, that is an eight. <laughs> an eight. I like the. Well, I feel like that could have been better. Uh, at, that at, I want as Rudolph's uh, light shines so bright. Santa rips his shirt like off diamond. and reveals like a fucking eight pack and just like just sh- he's just shredded underneath. Why? This is my scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you know Santa will tell you what you're doing because he's because Santa because on Santa's you. chiseled abs is painted. Go Rudolph. <laughs> he was he was you're, he was standing you the whole he time. Was, he was standing you the whole time. Harambe is the carrot. Yep. He's stacking the bets against you so that other people would bet for Harambe, but really, it's all for you. He's got a side bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so eight. Okay, eight. <laughs> still still an eight though, as the numbers say. Um so that nose lights right up and you can see very clearly wherever you basically direct your head. Um, and the nightmares know their shit. Like they're going to follow that track um, even if they can't see their hooves in front of them. So they know that track like the back of their hoof. I should have thought of something better for that. But um, <laughs> uh, so whenever, wherever you direct your head is where you can, you can kind of see. So um <laughs> I've just thought of like a who sign is it anyway? The game is made up and the points don't matter. But uh, if you want to rack up some points, <laughs> if you'd like to continue the story, <laughs> please press one. Uh, there are uh, crossbow bolts already preloaded into this mounted crossbow. Um, so if you would like to try and hit one of the targets, I'm going to need you to roll some hijinks uh, rolls for me. I can't do that. So I, the. So we have the Nightmares, which are it's a wild name. They're going a certain direction, and then I, I peer my nose so I can still kind of see what's in front of me, but like off to the side to see if there's a target, and I see one, and I'm going to go and try and shoot it. And I got a 10. All right, that hits. That hits like like right the ring right outside the bullseye, the one the second to middle. Um, and there's like a, a ringing bell that, that says, you know, Rudolph has made some points and the leaderboard, which is <laughs> above the fog level lights up, um, uh, with the points that Rudolph has now, uh, gained, um, Santa and Mrs. Claus, um, you can sort of see, um, there's also next to the, the leaderboard kind of a, a magical, uh, device called a television screen that shows you where on the map all of the chariots are. And you can kind of see a couple of chariots trying to gain on Rudolph's chariot. And you don't want those chances to be fucked up. You have a lot of money on this now. <laughs> so, 
you what you try to do to help you. Some of you have some magic spells. You do have a magical grab bag. You have uh, you can try to get the crowd on your side so that they can help you. Oh, oh, Mister Claus, do you mind if I go first? Please go ahead. Oh well, I've got one real, real ability. I I like to call it the old elf on the shelf. <laughs> And uh, here's what I would like to do. I would like to try and use my elf on the shelf ability to summon an elf underneath the hooves of their competitors. I would like to trip them up on the what elves. That? That's what I would like to do. What do I need to roll to make that I'm happen? I'm pretty sure Osha would be against this. You said we were against unions. No. <laughs> Osha's not a union. No union. No Osha. They've got nowhere to go. Since you're summoning the oh, elf sorry. out of thin air, I'm going to make you roll Christmas Spirit, which I'd like to point out. <laughs> the oh, Miss no. Claus gave oh. themselves a zero for Christmas Spirit. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, Christmas Spirit, really? The one time a year my husband fucks off to who knows where and is getting, getting cookies from unknown women? I'm not a big fan of it. Okay. This is All right. canon. Well, Christmas, uh, Mrs. Claus hates Christmas. <laughs> uh, I really didn't expect this one. A real a D20? A, a, a D20 is what I Oh, darn. Oh, darn. Oh, darn. All right. Okay. Let me just find my D10 here. It's somewhere. I've got it. I'm not lying. Let's see. I'll just, I'll just, I'll be proving it. Oh, in my crotch. Here we go. It's a, it's a, well, that's a three. Well, that's unfortunate. Well, with my zero modifier, I believe that makes it a three. Okay. Well, a three will summon an elf on the shelf um, directly in the path of a chariot. Instead of tripping up the chariot as you intended, it's uh, it's just going to disappear. And um, (laughs) you in blood or mist? Which (laughs) was it's hard to tell. It's very murky. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm sorry, Michael. Can you can you just uh, really quick in your Mrs. Claus voice? um, Can you give me your best Mad Max? My world is fire and blood. Well, oh dear, I'd have to have seen that movie, but I'll just assume based on what you just said that I will just say those words. What was the words again? <laughs> Here, I'll give I'll give you the real, and then you do the okay, okay, yeah, okay yeah, you yeah. ready? My world is fire and blood. Oh dearie, my world is fire and blood, don't you understand? Don't you understand? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that okay then? <laughs> Santa. Well, I fucked up. You want to take care of this one, Mr. Claus? Santa, would you like to try and help out? Oh, well, um, and Santa's just sort of looking at his giant club, his Yule log, and he's like, <laughs> no, probably not the time for that. <laughs> And uh, Santa pulls uh, something out of his bag. Of okay, roll a d100 for me. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, well. Don't fuck this up for me. What, 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 everyone, what's the tattoo say? What does it say? Never tell me the odds. That's right. All right, here we go. There's a picture of a d20. Some nerd <laughs> shit I don't understand. That's an 89, baby. That's an 89. I mean, high Ooh. numbers don't necessarily Okay, mean. well, to me, they do. 
Uh, okay, so 89. So how Santa's grab bag is going to work is I'm not that from you. Um, number 89 is claws for concern. Um, and <laughs> oh, what did we tell you? Puns get you banned. Get the fuck out of here. Well, bye. No, I want but, uh, that. Um, yes, Rudolph. <laughs> I was going to say I want Sarah to be a permanent part of our podcast. For that yeah. <laughs> Uh, so claws for that a terrible cold anxiety suddenly grips you and you fumble. So you're going to get disadvantage on your next roll. Oh, dear. We're a bunch of claws. Did you bring the pills? Santa. <laughs> did you bring the pills? Of course I did, dear. I dropped them in your sack. <laughs> Good luck finding them. <laughs> Roll a D100 to see if you die, you son of a bitch. So, uh, yeah. So Santa gets the disadvantage on next roll, no matter what that roll that is. Sucks. That so worst, I, um, worst DM ever. I hate this. <laughs> okay, Rudolph, back to you, ignoring Santa. Um, <laughs> so I'm riding in my chariot, totally hit a target. Pretty... Right, riding pretty high, and then I hear an elf scream and turn into mist, and then I, <laughs> and I hear Santa from the rafters go, my peels, and so I know there's no help whatsoever. <laughs> you do. The um, elf dying, though, does kind of trigger your little deer ears, and one kind of tilts back, and uh, you do hear the rumble of cartwheels um, right behind you, and if you turn your head that nose of yours is going to light up the fact that there are now two chariots hot on your tail. Perfect. I want to throw one of my jingle bombs. Okay. Um, go ahead. Just do it. Um, do a strength, a hijinks for me. That fell off my desk. Doesn't count. That's an eight. Okay. You do love the eights, don't you? I do. Um, so you, you throw that jingle bomb, you throw, now give me some flavor here. What do jingle bombs do when they hit their target? I would also like to point out, I am not throwing it as I am. Oh, yes, yeah. I take it out of my little pouch with my mouth and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, sort of like Mario Kart. Yeah. So jingle bombs have a, they're kind of a, they come in a variety pack. Mrs. Claus helped me come up with these in case, you know, somebody tries to come after Santa again. Oh, we will never forget the summer of 69. But, <laughs> so, uh, they're sorted by colors. The green ones sprout vines that come out and grapple. The blue summons water and ice. The red ones summon fire. But there is one yellow one in the pack. And that one is the mystery bomb. I have no idea what it does. <laughs> so which one do you throw? I throw the yellow one! <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Alright, so you throw the yellow one, um, and it hits just chef's kiss. Mwah, perfect. Right between the two chariots. And as soon, I assume as soon as it hits the surface, it kind of goes off. Yes. Sort of situation. It's, it's a it's, little it's, like, like, ding, 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 like a, you know, like an actual jingle bell. It sounds like a legit jingle bell. Okay. Now, um, this mystery bomb, 
um, are you going to make me DM magic what it does, or do you have an idea of what, what it does? So I was trying to come up with something that was lightning, but also Christmas. But I don't know how to combine those two with integrity, so I'm going to make you DM some magic. <laughs> oh, Michael, you're muted. <laughs> you for calling that out it's frozen <laughs> lightning i'll do it again with all the enthusiasm i had the first time oh or maybe a bunch of piss covered snow it's what? just reindeer piss it's, it's very reindeer piss. it smells awful <laughs> um no so um no, this no. is the um this is the New Year's bomb. So this is the very special. Um, you know those poppers that you do at New Year's mm -hmm. um, that are really fucking terrifying no matter how old you are. Um, and they're a really loud banging noise, which is almost scarier than what actually comes out. Um, but this jingle bomb is actually horribly violent. So it throws shrapnel in every direction um, in addition to the loud popping sound and confetti to make it nice. <laughs> make it nice. <laughs> You know, just so, a little bit of confetti to make the shrapnel nice. Yep, to mix with the blood, you know, make it festive. <laughs> oh, you know, we're just trying to make it noise for the kids. The bomb explodes, completely obliterates both carts that go flying, careening, crashing into either side. Um, and Rudolph is, is pulling away with this race, like just... Mm, killing it um and then i also i also want it pointed out that the confetti for my new year's bomb one like artfully like floats to the track and the camera zooms in and it says happy 2020 this will be our year <laughs> oh god <laughs> uh so rudolph um in the interest of time and expediency here, um, just uh, keeps hitting targets. Um, you do get a bullseye at one point. You're racking up the points. It's basically your game to lose here. Um, other carts kind of stumble across the wreckage that you've created of your, of your past kills, and they're a little afraid to come after you now. Uh, so your nightmares lap five times is the amount of laps you're taking. They take that fifth lap, and the crowd just erupts in cheers ah rudolph rudolph they're cheering over and over and over again uh they start singing that song you know you know wait, what it is wait that song that 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 rudolph Happy song birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President. yeah that one that That's is that exactly. one. <laughs> oh i rolled a d20 what do i win okay. <laughs> I don't think I have a, a thing where you roll a d20 in this game. Oh, no. I think I wanted all the lesser-known dice. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Rudolph gets crowned the winner. You get a, a wreath full of, of poinsettias. I'm going to be rich. <laughs> Drip, draped how, many around your neck. how many pesos did I win, then? Uh, I don't know the uh, conversion rate for pesos, but it's, okay. it's a, a virtual fuckton. Like oh, a lot. It great last oh, time. <laughs> virtual fuckton. Six, 69 bitcoins. Holy shit. I was going to say, you get a whole bitcoin. <laughs> one, no, one she said bitcoin. 69 bitcoins. That's how many I have now. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. <laughs> um, uh, so, Rudolph wins. Crowd goes wild. 
Despite, um, despite Mr. and Mrs. Claus's best <laughs> efforts, she won. Hey, your dead, your dead elf uh, alerted Rudolph to the presence of the chariots. So, you know, he did something. You mm. did help. Can smell uh, the scent of blood, he can. Santa just has anxiety right now. <laughs> 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 um, so uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus get these big old bags of money, like just sacks bulging. Bulging sacks as we do. Here's the newest newest drug dealer. And Mrs. Claus suddenly um, can feel the tug of magic from the snow globe. Oh, I feel it in my ass, I do. Yeah, (laughs) there it is. It's in her back pocket, so that's why she feels feels the tug of magic. What the hell is going on? Oh, oh, there it is. There it is. (laughs) There's that old magic. And what do I do with that? <laughs> um, you can see the snow in it start to swirl of its own accord. So you're not moving it at all. Um, and no, suddenly... she isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and uh, suddenly, um, in the blink of an eye, you're all whisked away to your next location. Okay. I just want it known that during that entire segment, I had Chariots of Fire on loop. And if you were listening to this, you should also have it on loop. It's available on Spotify. Thank you. <laughs> you should do like put a little soundbite in when you're doing editing. Like, hey, you should put on Chariots of Fire. <laughs> Not going to touch that one. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Thank you. That was fun. That was good.